0: This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. Welcome to the show. Tonight, I have Ray Balorchi back with me. Thank you. Thank you for (laughs) joining me, Ray. I appreciate your enthusiasm and your willingness to be back in the hot seat. Love it. And I'm glad you're here for this conversation because I have a really strong opinion on the topic. And um, first. (laughs) Yeah, you're funny. And I think it will be interesting to hear your perspective on it as well. So... I've been paying attention to the advice that's given to rising professionals. And one of the things that's said a lot is fake it till you make it.
1: I'm sorry. Excuse me?
0: Yes. People are told fake it till you make it. And this advice is given very freely and very loosely, like no big deal, right? Just fake it till you make it. And you know what it means in my mind, and I think probably people can differ on the definition, but when I hear it, I think it means... You know, either you have no clue at all and you should just jump in and do it until you become competent, or you have some idea of what you're doing, bits and pieces, and you just need to start doing it, you know, again, working until you become competent. And then eventually you will have the, the skills and the level of competency that you said you did at the beginning. The problem that I have with it is the framing. I have no issue with people starting. I, I think it's a huge mistake. For people to wait until they're fully sure that they can do something to do it. Otherwise, we don't advance ever. And and that's a problem, right? When people sit back and they wait and they wait, they're like, I'm not sure I'm good enough. I'm not sure I, I know enough. I'm not sure I have enough. And they wait. That's That's not good. We can't ever develop the skills to do the things we need to do if we're sitting back and waiting. But this advice of fake it till you make it sets you up to always feel like an imposter in your own skin. And what I mean by that is if you have in your mind, I'm faking it, you're setting yourself up to be a fraud, right? I'm faking it means I'm, I'm lying to myself and I'm lying also to other people. And so the premise that you're walking into a situation with is, is false. And my question is, you know, to all these people who give this advice, at what point do you expect a person to stop feeling like a fraud? How do they know then when they've actually quote made it? How do they know when they've stopped faking it? Most of us struggle with issues of, you know, am I good enough? Do I know enough? And so if you go in with like a (laughs) self-proclaimed, I'm a fraud, how do you ever know if you can stop being a fraud?
1: Hmm. Is your beef with the way it is framed to these young people? In other words, would you give it a different title or would you advise them to act or, or go forward in a different way?
0: Both. Okay. Both. I think I think the idea of fake it is just bullshit like like don't fake it you don't need to fake it you can take action and move forward on what you know and take steps to learn what you don't and still move yourself in the direction that you want to go
1: right I mean fake it till you make it to me first of all fake is is such a Word of dishonesty and, and, and it, it implies lie and, and basically right. you're, you're, you're posing as, as something that you're not. Right.
0: You and know? then we turn around and we're like, why are you not confident? Why are you not authentic? Well,
1: well, well rather, rather why can it just not be framed and basically say that you, you have to be determined and dedicated and zealous in, in, in acquiring the skills and learning until you actually get to where you need to, to make it? Right. In other words, why call it? I mean, I'm I'm not using, I'm not saying semantics is everything, but but if 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 the framework of it is you know fake it, and again earlier before we went on the podcast, you all ha- you and I had this conversation is, I don't I don't equate faking and winging, and, well, and and you were saying well how is it different? And to me it is different because I mean you may have some skills, they may not be fully, they may be raw or rough or incomplete. Uh, or you just haven't had an opportunity to fully immerse yourself in in either remembering or, or being prepared, but you still have maybe a 60% either recollection or knowledge of really ultimately what it is. And then you're winging it.
0: Right. And here's what I'm going to say about that is I don't think we need to even label it winging it. I don't think we need to label it at all. I just think we need to say we're acting. we're We're doing it. We're doing the thing. In other words... <clears throat> when we have a label for it, either faking it or winging it, or it, it involves a degree of recklessness, right? Or a degree of, I, I'm not good enough at what I'm doing. And to me, the goal is to get people to act, to get people to move, to get people to just go and be be brave. So I I want them to get up. I want them to go. I want them to take those steps. I want them to do the things well before they are totally sure that they can. But when we put labels on it, like you know, fake it, it's it's telling you 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 don't know what you're doing, even though chances are you know more than you think you do. Or you know, do you, do you see what I'm saying? So,
1: let me ask you a quick question because I think really my, the biggest question I have in my my mind right now. We're
0: like really fighting over semantics right now. It's really no, no, no. Annoying. And,
1: and I think it's it's really critical. But okay. let me ask you a question. I, yes. I'm just I'm just curious. Who the fuck are these idiots that are telling these young professionals to fake it?
0: I mean, you probably just insulted half my audience. Because seriously, it is so commonly said. It is so commonly said. People say it like they say, I don't know, like the most common phrases. Fake it till you make it. It's like this cool lingo of how you go do stuff. And that's... that's My point is we're not thinking about the message I mean, we're sending.
1: The, the way I think that the message... I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the message that I received... You know, at the beginning of my, you know, young career, was grind it till you make it. Oh, well,
0: I don't like that either.
1: Well, that's fine, but that, that I didn't say it to please you. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> the way I look at it, the way I was taught is that look, if you want to make it, you got to grind, and you got to work hard, and you got to die. You know, you got to dig in, you got to learn your steps, and you got to go through it. I, what happened? When would, when do we go from you know you, you you gotta grind it till you make it and then all of a sudden now we're fake it till you make it?
0: Well, okay. First of all, you can you could be faking it and grinding at the same time. Literally, like grinding just means you're working hard or like probably harder than you need no, no, to be. No, I disagree.
1: I disagree because you 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 brought it up. So I think that okay, if you're a young professional, yeah. The, the, the last thing that I think should be told to this young professional, and again, not every young professional is going to have the same level of self-esteem, self-assurance, self-commitment, whatever you want to call it. If you use the word fake, right. then I think that you're diminishing and insulting the potential self-worth of that future professional. We're,
0: we're saying the same thing. You're, you're acting like you're arguing with me, but we're not arguing. I'm
1: not. I'm offended.
0: Okay, but not by and me. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think. thing is, is that, you know, we give mixed messages and this is the problem in general in life. On one hand, we want people to show up confidently and authentically and to own their power and to feel really good about taking risks. We want people to, you know, go forward and grab what they want and take what they want and work, work toward it, grind toward it. As you would say, I wouldn't, I totally don't agree ever that anyone should have to, but that's a different thing. Um, And it's not that I don't think they should work hard. I just disagree with the topic of grinding because that implies you have to be in pain to get what you want. And I don't agree with that. I think that if you're in your gifts and talents, that things actually feel much easier. If you're really grinding and it hurts and it's painful, you're probably not working in your sweet spot, but but that's a separate topic. For this point, I think that You know, when we're trying to motivate people to move forward and take action sooner than they're ready, telling them to be fake is literally the worst advice you can give, right? It's like, if I want you to move forward and I want you to take risks, then I need to make sure I don't set you up to feel like shit about yourself. When you step out into the public sphere as I'm faking it, I need you to understand that you've got a journey ahead, that there's a path and you're going to step onto it earlier than you're ready. Earlier than maybe you otherwise would feel comfortable and be okay, knowing that you've got some work to do to get where you want to go. To me, that's the message, right? Like understanding that you don't show up on day one ready, but that we get there and giving space for that. And, And I think so many people feel like they have to know everything and do everything and be everything on day one that that's why fake it till you make it is so widely accepted.
1: I'm out of words, honestly, because... To you're the, out of
0: words? That's not possible. The, I am.
1: I am because I... I am, no, I'm even shocked myself. I'm like, wow. Um,
0: <laughs> you're never out of
1: words. No, but, but I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I'm coming from old school or, or the way I was brought up. And, and, and you know, if you are going to... If you're a young professional... I think that you have to...
0: Any professional. There's people doing this at every stage of their career.
1: That's fine. But I have a fundamental problem. Yes. Semantics are really a problem for me because the the semantic that you're using or is being used, not you, is is very deceiving um, and it's sending the wrong message. And again, you're going to have a lot of folks, whether they're younger or older whatever age they are, uh, that they may not have the same fortitude in understanding what faking means. And some people believe, you know, I got away with it at stage 1. I want to get away with it at stage 2. And I think that it it it, it is going to at the end of the day not only for, from from self, from a person, you're going to undermine yourself and your full potential. Correct. Uh, and you, that
0: that by the way, sorry for interrupting you, no. is what bothers me the most. The, it's the idea that you will never own your true you will never own your true potential and never we, fully understand what you're capable of because you won't believe it.
1: Correct. But we also have an obligation as as, as people to make sure that, y- y- you know, we are all somehow there's a synergy among all of us, whether it's from a professional or a personal level. And, and, you know, it's the old way of looking at it. I'm going to simplify it in my mind. And the way it works in my mind is if I go out there and if I do one single act of kindness... What are the effects, the ripple effects of that? What are the odds that that person is going to then turn around and do another act of kindness? And and then it's going to ripple. It's the same thing the way I look at it from a professional standpoint. Because if you actually do 110% and and you do the best you can and you put the best product out there, it is going to have a ripple effect across the board. It's going to have a ripple effect above you. It's going to have a ripple effect below you. Mm -hmm. The ones below you are going to look you as an example to follow. And the ones above you are going to basically be so grateful that they have somebody like you on their team. And they're going to always instill that to everybody else that they should have the same, whether it's work ethic or, or abilities or dedication or what have you. Now, I understand that, you know, over the years or maybe over the decades, I and mean, maybe, again, I'm from a different generation, and I know you said something about grinding. And you may have a meaning against since for semantics are so critical. To me, grinding means... Look, I burn the midnight oil. I stay up late at work and I've done this and I have done that because I was really focusing at somebody because we said young professionals that are starting out. And, you know, it is not about a rite of passage or paying dues. But when you don't know something, it's going to take burning the midnight oil to learn, to obtain the experience. Somebody that is experienced has been at it for 25 years or 10 years or five years, whatever. But they've achieved that because they have been through that journey. And and when I was talking, I was talking about a young professional that has it. That it's about to get on that boat to cross the channel.
0: I think that I want to make sure that we don't equate hard work with a grind. And I hear a lot of people
1: equate.
0: Hold on a second. Hold on on a second. second
1: Hold on a second. I
0: let you talk. Now it's my turn. I think that there is no substitute for hard work. I absolutely agree. You know, doing what you need to do to learn what you need to learn is critical. However, people learn in different ways and it takes different amounts of time. And this idea of I have to stay up until three in the morning to prove that I, I worked hard enough to, to, to learn it is crap. If I only need to stay up till nine, Right, Like some people learn in a shorter amount of time. Some people take longer. Some people need this. Some people need less. So I just want to make the point because it's really important that we are not applying this uniform standard of time equals value because it doesn't. No.
1: So so for those that are listening, let me let me tell you a story about Kim. The, I'm, the so, story scared. Has I'm it so scared right, has, right now. Shush. Um, we're in law school. And, and here's a person that would basically get home from class, read her book for three hours, watch Friends on TV, and then go to sleep. And then, then here I am. I came home at the same time as Kim did. I didn't watch Friends. And I was it until 2 a.m. to read the same damn book, okay? <laughs> so I grinded, cheese. You didn't. Because it came to you in a different way. You're absolutely correct. So when I say Grinding, meaning, look, I'm not going to know everybody that's out there that's either starting in the middle or up. you all going to decide basically what it takes. But in order for you to be ready, to be prepared and deliver what you agree to deliver to reach your your maximum potential until you make it, so you you speak, I don't care if it takes you three hours or 30 hours. Then go for it and get it done. So that's what I'm saying. When I say the grind is because my journey was a grind. Yeah, it, it was painful, but it was rewarding.
0: And you're you're right. I mean, things come differently to different people, but I think that's why it's so important to not define success or what success looks like or what hard work looks like by just one definition, right? If you say it's you know staying up till three a.m. Well, then I'm not working very hard. But the truth is, I work really differently than you do, and we both accomplish our objectives. And so, you make the point even though it's not really what we're talking about today that you know, people do things in different ways and there's value to all of it. You know, where I where I suffered, right? Where my quote grind was was in the real world, not in school. It was as a woman in the profession trying to be seen and heard and valued as a young lawyer. And this is actually a really good segue into the last point I want to make about why I think fake it till you make it is so insidious because I think that as you're struggling to figure out your professional identity and you're trying to figure out sort of how you show up in the world, being told to fake it does not build confidence. It implies that you should also be something other than who you really are in order to get to where you want to go. It implies that you're not enough. And in addition to, you know, we've been talking about your skills and your level of competency, but when you tell somebody fake it until you make it, it's also like, you know, it it can mean fake who you are and and show up differently so that people like you, people accept you, people think you're better then maybe you are. And I feel like, again, you know, in a world that's demanding authenticity and connection and all of these really, really good things, this is advice that goes against the grain. I think it's
1: lazy advice. Use each nail on its head. In other words, stand tall, stand confident, believe in your, in your abilities, and, 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 and really use the, the, the skills and talents and tools that you have already.
0: But what happens if you're not ready? What is a better word? Let's think about that. Because, you know, instead of saying fake it till you make it, like what is a better, what's better advice to give?
1: Well, I want
0: to say just start, just go, just start, just do it.
1: Begin. There is nothing that you cannot learn. There is nothing that you cannot excel at. If you truly want it and if you truly want to achieve it, stand tall, stand firm, stand confident. And no is not an answer. In other words, take it. Learn it. Put in the time. You want to call it... I call it grind. You call it whatever.
0: (laughs) That's so dismissive. Fuck you. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's not whatever.
1: No, no, no. I mean, whatever word you want to use. (laughs) But you get the point. I mean... You get the point. I mean, you know, another saying is like, look, half empty or half full, I'm always about half full. No is not an option. If you want to make it, if you want to make it, then use... The, 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 the words that, the, you know, the cliche if you want to, but it's true. Remind the person that they truly are valuable and use the, 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 the positive talents to encourage that person to continue believing in themselves until they make it. As opposed to saying fake it until you make it. That, that is idiotic.
0: So I think what we're both saying, although in very different ways, as usual, is that really we want to encourage people to rely on their gifts, their talents, their grit, their determination, their fortitude and show up. Show up, man. And start. Yeah. Just start. Just go. You don't have to have it all on day one and you don't have to pretend that you do. Absolutely. You just got to start walking down the path.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Be who you are and trust that who you are has tremendous value. Own your gifts, own your talents, and work to fulfill them to the best of your ability. You will get where you want to go. You and just back it up. Yeah, you just want to do it in a way that you know you can back it up because you started from an authentic place. Correct. Rather than from a place of fakeness. Fakeness. Yeah. Exactly. I think we solved the problem. No, you did. No, for sure I did not do this one by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being with me. Always a pleasure. This is Kim Balorchi, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated.